This is the Visit the Zoo podcast, episode number 13. Today we hear about the Madagascar hissing cockroach. We try to guess three mystery animals, animal zoo news, and a lot more. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Visit the Zoo. This is episode number 13. Hope it's a lucky one. I think it will be. I think we're going to have a lot of fun today. I want to welcome you all. My name is Frederick Fishman. I'm an author and creator of the Visit the Zoo series of ebooks, print books, audiobooks, and the first video DVD of Visit the Zoo all available on Amazon and their subsidiary, CreateSpace. For those of you who work in libraries or bookstores and want to get copies to stock your shelves, you can also get my Visit This Who series for wholesale from Allied Vaughn or Midwest Tape. Now, if you want to learn more about Visit the Zoo, we have some websites that can help you out. The first website that I'm going to tell you about is our main website, which is zooanimals.com. Info. That's zooanimals.info. And the second website is my main author website, which is Frederick Fishman. The last name is spelled F-I-C-H-M-A-N, frederickfishman.com. And finally, if you want to help us out to maintain and grow everything, visit the zoo, especially this podcast. We would appreciate you going to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com, slash visit the zoo can help us keep on growing and going as they say so what do you think should we get started let's do it several weeks ago i started this first segment of news by instead of doing news and reading news stories i played for you news that came off of newsreels placed into theaters you would go into a movie theater in the 1930s the 40s or the 50s and even into the 60s you would not only see the main feature but before the main feature started they usually had cartoons and then they would do a newsreel then they would play coming attractions and then you'd see the main feature so it was quite a production to go to the theater back then well what i've done is i've taken some clips from newsreels during that time i've got two from 1958 and one from 1966, so you can hear what it sounded like to hear these new stories. This is about animals and zoos, and the first one was 1958. It was put into theaters, and it was about the San Francisco Zoo. So let's listen to it. A little early, but spring is in the air at the San Francisco Zoo. Definitely. Celia the camel proudly shows off little Cecil, one day old and only three feet high. Another new name in the whole zoo, Watermelon. A baby taper is rare in captivity, but Watermelon, who not broke his stripes, is full of bounce. The Watermelon Fan Club. What fascinates the kids? Not the stripes. It's that wiggly nose. Milk the Tiger. No newcomer is also feeling that touch of spring. Everybody knows cats don't like water, except big, tough, striped jungle cats, as Duke demonstrates. However, Duke gets out of the moat the way he went in. So that's the end of our story. And as you can hear, the audio quality is not that great, but you know what? It's from 1958, and it's probably a copy of a copy. All right, this one, the audio quality is a little bit better. This is from 1966. This newsreel clip was about the Berlin Zoo. This ponderous pachyderm is our old friend, the rhinoceros, out for a pleasant stroll. 
He has a curious nose for food and a strong determination to find it. Mother Hippo and child descend slowly for a refreshing bath. This is all part of the seasonal attraction at the Berlin Zoo and any self-respecting zoo anywhere in the world. Open wide, Mommy, and show us why your half of the class has less cavities. How would you like to keep this lovely supplied with three square meals a day? Obviously a crowd pleaser. And togetherness works in the animal world, too. A change of characters, but still a family portrait. Now, don't ask me which family tree. The kids love them. Mom tests her grip on the bars, just in case someone's thinking of casting a new Tarzan movie. She can panhandle, too. She likes to ape some of the ladies' hats she's seen on Easter Sunday's past, and a pan on the head makes any simian stylish. Chow time again, and Mother Ape consults no calorie charts, while her offspring merely observes. It's all part of the panorama on view for you, any day at the zoo. That was from 1966, and let's go back again to 1958. This clip is about the Frankfurt Zoo, and this is from a newsreel that was shown in theaters back then. The Frankfurt Zoo celebrates its 100th birthday, well on in years, but still young at heart, as it shows by moving in whole platoons of zoo newcomers, or new zoo-comers. Babies, that is, jungle kittens, affectionate little anteaters, and a baby vicuna, young and innocent. Or could be it's a llama, young and ungainly. The llama stays close to mama. <laughs> Watch it, those legs are complicated. And a boy, but for a real leg problem, take the young giraffe, which is mostly all legs, and several feet to boot. At the neck, that is. It's sort of a mass official birthday, so a cake is in order. A jumbo slice. For jumbo, who else? All right, and those are three newsreel clips from 1958, two of them, and from 1966. Let's go to our next segment here that probably is the favorite, at least I get the most comments about in this episode and all the episodes of Visit the Zoo, and those are the three mystery animal sounds. I'm going to play for you three animal sounds, and you're going to have to try and guess what they are. And what I'll do is later on in the episode, I'll give you the answer and tell you a little bit about these animals. Let's start with the first one. Ready? Yes, that is an animal and not some type of an electronic sound. Let me play you another clip that was recorded at another time. And this one's even stranger. Okay, let me do that one more time. Okay, that's animal number one. Now here is animal number two. Again. 
And finally, here is animal number three in all of its annoying sound. Wouldn't want to listen to that all the time, but let's try it again. This is animal number three. And those are our animal sounds for today. Now, I've written a 12-book series of Visit the Zoo 120 Animals, and this next segment is where I take out an animal description from one of those 120 animals that I've recorded, and I let you hear it. The first thing I want to do before I play that, however, is I want you to hear what this animal, or really it's an insect, sounds like. This is the Madagascar hissing cockroach. I did the animal sounds of this towards the first when we got started, episode number two or three, I think. But I want you to listen to this animal sound, and I'll play it several times so you can hear it, so you can put it in your mind as you're listening to the description. Ready? Okay, this is what the Madagascar hissing cockroach sounds like. Do you hear that? Let me do it again. It sounds like a bottle spray almost, doesn't it? One more time. Let's listen to the description now of this uh, animal, or this insect, rather. As you approach the enclosure for these creatures, you withdraw a bit and hesitate approaching. But for this book, it seems to be a good place to start to get your attention. You see, when you visit the zoo these days, any zoo, you never know what is lurking behind the entrance gate. And this really caught our attention. These small creatures were located in a small climate-controlled building just off the pathway. Ready? Let's gather some courage and take a look at them. Can you imagine stumbling out of bed in the middle of the night to make a sandwich? You turn on the kitchen light and see this gaggle of insects scrambling away from the light. This uh, thing is called a Madagascar hissing cockroach. They are native to the large island of Madagascar, which is off the coast of southeastern Africa. They make their homes in rotting logs and can eat vegetable material. In other words, they don't eat rocks. They can grow up to two to three inches long, and they can live for up to five years, and they hiss. Why do they actually hiss, you are probably asking? Well, for three reasons. To attract a mate as a battle call with other cockroaches and when they are disturbed. Some people think they are cool or cute. They are kept by some as exotic pets, but they must be contained properly. If they escape, they can be great climbers. They can cling to glass or your leg. In some U.S. states, you must have a permit to keep them. They make the hissing noise through their breathing pores in their thorax, their bodies. And they are the only insect on the planet Earth that can hiss like this. Well, you see one of those scurrying around and that'll get your attention, I I can assure you. All right, let's go to the animal sounds again. Let's go back and let's see if you guessed correctly here again. And I'll play both of them, both sounds from this first animal. Thank you. 
the second sound. I don't know how many of you would have guessed it. I certainly would not have if somebody played it for me. I would have thought it's some type of a synthetic sound. What you heard is the voice of the blue whale. The blue whale is the largest mammal to have ever, ever existed on this planet Earth. It weighs between 173 and 181 tons. That comes out to about 362,000 pounds. They're up to 100 feet long. They're found in oceans around the world, but they are a threatened species. They were hunted until 1966 when protection laws finally took place. In 2002, for example, there were 5 to 12,000. Now there are 10 to 25,000. So the, today's numbers are thankfully increasing. They're in the same family of whales as the humpback. They're very long. They're slender. They have a lung capacity of 1,300 U.S. gallons of air, gray with a bluish tint, and they travel about 12 miles per hour, but they can race up to 30 miles per hour. They usually are about 40 to 50 feet below the surface, but can go as deep as 1,600 feet. They usually live alone or in pairs and not in groups. Usually the females are a few feet longer than the males. They feed on krill, which is like a small shrimp. It's probably less than an inch and probably no more than half an inch. So here's this monstrous creature, 362,000 pounds, and they eat this really small little shrimp-like creature. They can take in almost 40 million of these krill per day. All right, let's go now to the next sound. Let's see if you can guess what this was. I think you probably can. One more time. If you said a pigeon, you'd be kind of right because this is the dove and the dove is in the same family as the pigeon. They're 6 to 30 inches long depending upon the species and they weigh anywhere between 4.4 to 8.8 pounds. The smaller ones can be as small as 2.2 uh, pounds. They have short legs and short bills but they have large wings and they're one of the strongest flyers of all birds and they're very maneuverable too. Their plumage is, it can go from dull to colorful, depending again upon the species. Their distribution, as you probably well know, is everywhere on Earth, except the Sahara Desert and Antarctica. They can be in the wilderness or in cities, and they are evident throughout the U.S. They eat seeds, worms, and insects. Sometimes they're used as food in certain cultures. When they're used as food, they're called squab. I think you may have heard that before. That is the dove. All right, let's go to this next irritating sound. That creature. What you're listening to or what you heard was the macaw. It's a long-tailed, beautifully colored New World parrot. It lives in North, Central, and South America. It has large beak and long tail. It has brilliant colors, reds, greens, blues, and a mixture of all of those above. They eat seeds, fruit, nuts, palm leaves, flowers, and they also like to go to clay salt licks, which helps with their digestion and is a source of vitamin B. And as you can hear, they're very noisy. You can really continually chatter up a storm. It's one of over 370 species of parrots on Earth, and the macaw is considered the largest. They can live up to 80 years. Their beak bite can crack a coconut shell. So as you can see, they're very strong birds. (laughs) 
those are the animal sounds for this week. And now, as we're coming to the end here, what I usually do is read a poem or some quotes. Today, I'm going to read a poem. And this is from Missy Davis. Again, it's one of those that I, I couldn't find anything on. And I got this from a website called familyfriendlypoems.com. And the name of the poem is, Are There Paw Prints in Heaven? And this is by Missy Davis. I hear of a place that is made of gold, a place where we shall never grow old. But one answer I've not heard at all. Will there be paw prints from my little dog? He promised us joy right from the start. I just wonder if she'll be a part. So I sit here and dream of the day. I wonder if in heaven she will stay. When you're walking down with the saints of old, take a glimpse of that new road. And if there you shall see, maybe a paw print just for me. I think it's about time for another sponsor read, and this is from the Uncommon Core Podcast, which is a new sponsor of ours. And they want to ask, what does street art, reef aquariums, organic markets, fly fishing, roadsters, architecture, fashion, high-end audio, and synthesizers all have in common? Well, they're all topics of the Uncommon Core Podcast. The Uncommon Core podcast is about ideas and experiences and perspectives that make us different from each other. The content includes live tape recordings, interviews, dialogues, monologues, narrative stories, and soundscapes. It's a lot like, as I give it aside here, it's a like listening to All Things Considered on NPR Radio. That That's the way it sounds like. Now, in most recent episodes, Uncommon Core podcast looks at Reefapalooza. America's largest saltwater aquarium show featuring author and owner of Two Little Fish, Julian Sprung. That's the Uncommon Core Podcast. You can check out their blog at UncommonCorePodcast.com or www.uccpodcast.com. Also check out their great merch at www, and I love this, HugThePug.com. Uncommon Core podcast is available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, and YouTube. Well, we've come to the end of this episode of Visit the Zoo, and again, I want to thank you all for joining me. And I want you to try and tune in again next week where we'll have some more news, some mystery animal sounds, animal description and quotes, and a brand new segment that I'm going to be introducing, that is of all the zoos who I asked for information about reply. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to spotlight one particular zoo. And I'm going to give you as much information about that zoo, which may be in your very city. So hopefully that'll be on the next edition of Visit the Zoo podcast. As always, please subscribe rate and review it's very helpful and truly appreciated and remember our three websites again is zooanimals.info and then my main site which is frederick fishman spelled f-i-c-h-m-a-n dot com and finally the third website which i hope you will check out as well and i also hope that you'll give us some support so we can keep on growing here and expanding and keeping the lights on and that's at patreon p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash 
visit the zoo. So, until next time, I hope all of you are doing well and that you take care. Bye for now.